All right, <clears throat> whoa, whoa, excuse me. So we are live. Obviously you guys are gonna notice a little bit of a difference. Uh, hopefully this is coming through. This is going through my DSL camera, which is gonna be a little bit better. Um, I don't feel as comfortable looking into the camera because I can't see any comments. I don't know how many people are watching and I'm just talking into a camera like I'm crazy. I already know that I'm a little bit crazy, but this is gonna be a different setup. If you guys are new, <clears throat> Uh, go live every single morning, uh, 8.45, 9 o'clock, 9.15, the latest, depending on the gym session. Uh, today was obviously a nice early session, so 9 o'clock should be good. Uh, there should be a, a better way that I could see what's going on. Um, but anyway, yeah, this should be good. All right, so let's start into it. Good morning to whoever's watching. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we... There we go. I'll turn down my... Okay, there we go. All right. So, talking about um, loneliness versus lonely. Depressed versus depression. Happy versus happiness. You know, these are all states of being, okay? And, you know, I, I've talked about it multiple times already, which is lost connections. So, lost connections, let me just turn my... I don't want to look at myself talking. Um, so, Lost Connections is a book that has just flipped my world upside down. I don't agree with everything that he talks about in there, but there's enough in there that it's actually a really, really good read because I started noticing things on how much we chase. We chase so much, okay? You can have someone, you know, Tony Robbins has brought up the the example. He didn't disclose the person's name, but this, this very famous woman won her first Oscar. She goes back to her hotel room and she's like, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Her life is exactly the same. She won her Oscar. And that's the thing is, it wasn't about, everyone knows her. So it's not that the amount of people around you, it's not that you're famous. Okay, look at, look at Chester uh, in Lincoln Park. The, the guy, he was depressed. He, you can go through periods where I just lost my job, shit is really hard, my health is suffering, but it's not depression yet, it's depressed. The problem is, is that there's a lot of doctors that diagnose you as depressed. In other words, it's a state, okay? You are lonely versus loneliness. Loneliness is a state of being that, you, that, that doctors say, this is what you are, and you either can or you can't change it, they either medicate you and then you're addicted to the medications and or you feel this is who I am forever. It's a state of being versus this is who I am, okay? Lonely, I'm lonely right now. You know, I don't actually say that. I actually, I, I don't remember the last time I said that. And I'm not saying, oh, Charles is this, this king guy that has all these friends. No, no, no. I'm rarely around a lot of people, number one. Number two is I'm rarely around, a, it, it's really, you can be around one person your whole life, but if you have a deep connection with that person, if you actually feel the internal happiness, it's like happy versus happiness. You know, gratitude versus gracious. I'm gratitude, I, I, you know, I feel gracious in the moment or I am a state of being, this is who I am. Because I know, I know what it used to be like. You know, one, one of the things I'm gonna go up to the, to the there we go. 
That's grammar, baby, yo. All right, so, all right, we got a full house, finally. All right, obviously it's it's probably good. I can't, I can't look at myself over here to the left because then I just get distracted. This is the thing is, when you start actually looking at your life as states instead of who you are, you can change anything. One of the biggest things that clicked in my, in my life was in the last 30 days. And someone mentioned it uh, about two days ago. They, they said something about, I'm looking to change something. I, I used to say the exact same thing. This is, this is my mindset. So in other words, change means there is a, there's something that's, I don't know, however you think about it, you know, there's something wrong with me, or I wanna wake up early, or I wanna get into shape, or I wanna get new business, or whatever. It, you're thinking that it, it's, a, it's more of a permanent situation than it really is, and that was pretty much yesterday's video that I tried to actually convey, is that it is literally just right now. Right now, time heals. The amount of people that fucked up their career way back in the day, there's actually statistics, there's studies that have been done, is that if you go 70 years of being a saint and then you screw up the last two, like say you are immoral or unethical or illegal or you do something, your whole career, look at all the, the Me Too's. You know, what if at, in 1970 something was found out and it was handled at that time? And then they went on to this long, prosperous career. They handled it back in the day and they actually said that they would be able to forgive someone in 1970 if 30 years passed and then you layered all this good stuff on top of it. Why? Because they said if you do the opposite where you do 30 years of just unbelievable, prosperous, beautiful work, and in the last two are fucked up, they look at only the fucked up part. It's why you have to end your emails in a positive note. You always lead with the negative. When you're in a conversation, you always lead with the negative. When you're in a negotiation, you just, you just say it out, and then you say, here's the solution, or this is what we're gonna do. Here's the problem, here's the solution. Most people say, well, this is what I think we should do. And by the way, here's the problem. It's like, no, no, no. Here's the problem. So the problem is I want more business, okay? So instead of actually saying that you are depressed or broke, so it's, e it's either broke or poor. Poor is a state, that's who you are. Broke is right now. That's just right now, I'm broke, okay? You know, I, I don't even wanna say those words, like even just say it, because that, that gets into my psychology. But if you are without money, right now, that's just the state that you're in. It's not, you're poor, okay? It, it's, the reason being is that if there is something that you can change, use the word improve, improve. This is one area I'm looking to improve. Instead of say, I wanna change this. That means that there is something here that you need to change. It says, no, 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 it's already good. I'm just looking to improve it. I'm already waking up. I'm looking to improve it by waking up at 9 a.m or 8.45, or 8.30, or be here for Charles's live. I have no idea. But using the word improve has just dramatically, it's the nomenclature, which is the, the verbiage that we use, is so vital to our success. Because when you hear someone that's successful talk, and they're asked a question, like Elon Musk is a perfect example. Look at his interviews, the way that he answers questions. You know, he had this, this one interview, I think it was 60 Minutes, where Scott Pelley, the interviewer, asked him, and he said, he said, 2009, he talked about how tough it was and he asked for two loans and they already had two failed rocket launches and he talked about uh, how they were um, 
they had no money on the third rocket launch if it failed and it was a success. But Scott Pelley said, did you, did you just ever want to give up? And his answer, you, before he even answers, you could see in his mind, he goes, he scrunches eyebrows like that wasn't even, that wasn't even, in other words, he had all these failed attempts. Elon wasn't saying I'm a failure or he said, I, he probably didn't even say I failed, but it said those were unsuccessful launches. It's, it's a state. You know, I, I can't, I can't um, stress this enough because so many people walk around and they, you know, I, I, I wrote, I don't know what, a couple of days ago on Instagram about, and I got some messages about it, is that their change is possible in any area of life, okay? We, by the way, it's guaranteed. Change is guaranteed, you know? People that you know are gonna die. People that you love are gonna break up with you or leave you or die or come closer or money that you have, you're giving away and getting new money. Your body is always changing. Cells, millions of cells are dying right now and being reborn. State of change is inevitable. That's that's what things, go look at a place that's abandoned, okay? There's this island off of Manhattan that it was a psychiatric ward. Before that, it was a military base and it was built 200 years ago, 300, well, obviously the land was there, but the base was built two, three, 400 years ago, say 300 years ago or 200, whatever the fuck it is, doesn't matter. This is the thing is, look at how much growth has happened over the last 50 years. You wouldn't even know that nature has t taken over, okay? So when we say that we're, we're looking to change, say we're looking to improve, and you know, leave it, leave it in the comments below, like what is one area that you are looking to improve? You know, once we look at it, because you could look in the mirror and you say, I'm fat. Okay, when you say I'm fat or I'm broke, those are, those are areas not only you, you can improve, but you're also looking at it and you're saying, it's gonna be challenging. This is gonna be a hard road and I don't know if I can do it, okay? If you say, I don't know if there is a shadow of a doubt, I'll give you this example. So in the morning when I'm on my, my rebounder, there's a great book out, uh, out there, it's called Love Yourself. I think it's called I Love You, or it's called Love, I think it's called Love Yourself. And it's a guy, he was suicidal, and he just every single day would put his hand over his heart, as corny as it may sound, and he would say, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. Brian Tracy says, I like myself, I like myself, I like myself. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna try this. So part of my affirmations, when I end, and Tony Robbins actually had this uh, many years ago when I was at his UPW, Unleash the Power Within, and he said, in there, I just wanna make sure that I'm still alive, okay, good. Um, in there, he would say, you know, I, he said, thank you, or I love, your, I love myself, thank you. Corny as it sounds, I started saying that and looking in the mirror, and it was weird. It was really weird. So it went from weird to uh, not believing it to, all right, a little bit of, there's still a little bit of doubt to, wow, okay. And once you get to that state, and this is the thing is that you, it's like a relationship. Somebody screws up in your relationship. It's not like you stop loving them. You know, they're late or they, you know, you get into a fight. What are you done with the relationship? No, it's a state. It's just, just, just temporarily. The, you lost business? That's temporary. Let's get some new business. You missed the gym? Perfect. Let's go tomorrow. You know, it, it was funny because I was on the rebounder and now when I say I love myself, it's, it's this weird feeling where I actually believe it. And it's this weird feeling of actually believing it and seeing it and it's just, it's like a weird combination of just like, wow, okay. And then you start 
I, I don't know. It's like uh, it, there's a difference between self-love and self-loathing or self, um, you know, criticism. Obviously, yes, Charles. You know, those are different words. Okay, but when you look at it and you say, not only do the words matter. Not only do how I talk to myself matters, but not only do I see who I am, because you'll live into your identity. We already know that. We already know you'll live into your identity. If you think you're famous, you will live into the identity of being famous. That's the whole affirmation, visualization, and actually having that um, come to fruition, is that you live into the champion or the gold medalist or the, they, they do that and they actually have statistics. There's crazy studies out there of people that have taken a, we already know the placebo effect, but they've actually done this where they've done free throws. A team that practices a thousand free throws, a team that does their regular free throws that they would normally do, and that would be the control group. And then people that just visualized making a thousand free throws, visualized. They actually said that there was a slight, just a slight difference between the people that visualized making the free throws and the people that actually practiced making the free throws. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. That should not happen. But that also just shows the power of the mind. That just shows the power of the mind. If we say we're lonely, we will be lonely. If we say that we are depressed, we will be depressed. If we say we're unhappy, we will be unhappy. The opposite is true. I'm wealthy. I love myself. I have uh, multiple streams of income. But you have to take the action. Part of law of attraction is the action part. Visualization is very important. It is. You know, I, um, I don't do enough of it. You know, I, I would say that's one area to improve. I don't say, I want to change this, but that is one, it seeps in the unconscious and it keeps you motivated. Yeah, I would say the unconscious, because you live into that identity. You know, the easiest way is you go to the Bob Proctor videos and he explains it brilliant. He calls it the terror barrier, T-E-R-R-O-R, -R -R, terror barrier. And he says, once you reach that barrier, it could be you're used to making 10 phone calls and then you run against that barrier and then you say another five? Ooh, I don't know. And then you get nervous and then say you push that and you do those five, you sometimes come right back to the 10 the next day. He said, you have to literally stretch it like a rubber band and hold it and hold it and hold it and hold it. You know, here's a, here's a good example. Um, my niece was staying at my mom's place and you know, my grandma. So niece, grandma and my mom said after five, young girl, she's like, I don't know, four or five. And my mom said after day five, she felt bad because she really wanted to leave and go back home. My brother was on vacation with his wife. And, and I told my mom, I said, she's never been away from home for that long. It's not you. She's just, she, her, her comfort zone and my mom isn't as welcoming when it comes to all the sugar and garbage that, that my brother unfortunately has at the house and, and I have an influence over them getting rid of that. But she's used to all this shit. So imagine waking up and eating healthier, waking up, it's not your familiar home, waking up, everything is different. That's change. So my mom thought it was her saying, I'm not entertaining her enough, I'm not good enough. And I said, no mom. What are you, nuts? This is because the kid has never stretched beyond her limits of leaving the house for five days at a time and staying anywhere. It could be grandma's house, it could be a McDonald's, it could be a 
Toyland, it doesn't, Toys R Us doesn't freak, well, can't really say that anymore. It doesn't really matter because the kid knows she has, she has a level of comfort. You know, this is only a four or five year old, okay? Five, we'll just say five. You know, that's our areas of life. That's our areas of life is that, you know, I'll give you this example. Phelps has played the, the race so many times and said that he, when he Googles water, goggles got water. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That is a crazy statistic. So I'll give you this, is that if we, Tony Robbins has already broken it down. He said confidence comes from progress. If you are not progressing, you, you stagnate. If you stagnate, that means you're going down. If you start going down long enough, you start saying, why am I here? That leads into midlife crisis. Midlife crisis, broken down is a 30 to 45-year-old person, doesn't matter about gender, 45-year-old, 35 to 45-year-old person who's married, that has maybe one to two kids, that has a very expensive house, they've been going to the exact same job for probably five, maybe five, or at least the same industry for five to 10 years, and then they say, this is my life. They say that in their mind. They reach a point, they're going, they're going, oh my God, I'm getting married, holy cow, I have kids, I have this beautiful house, holy cow, blah, blah, blah. And then they reach a point where they're just a cog in the wheel. They're a cog in the wheel and they don't see any progress. They don't see progress in their relationship. It actually may get worse. They're not having sex enough. They're not saying I love you. Maybe the relationship with the kid because the kid is only two or three years old, can't communicate and do all the things that an adult can do. They're in this house for 10 years or five years or whatever and they say, they say that one question, or actually it's a statement, this is my life, this is my life. And then they don't think one thing is possible, which is change. I call it improvement. They don't think improvement is possible. And once you think that, you then hit the state of, oh my God, and then you freak out. I was talking to my mom and she had, there was someone very close to us that actually went into a psychiatric ward because I always asked, where did Mr go and and she said a psychiatric he had a nervous breakdown he retired and then he lost his shit and he lost his shit because he had no purpose he was like why am i here and he just lost his shit it was unfortunate for the family unfortunate for the wife uh it was crazy he went literally into a psychiatric ward someone that i used to play at his house and everything else he was normal then but he retired he had no purpose so that's why it, it, not only is change is inevitable okay Okay, progress is not. Progress is you taking proactive, uh, proactive action towards what you wanna do. All right, so hope this helped. Yeah, the zombie stage. But this is the thing is that we, it's easy to call it out. It's easy to call it out. You're the zombie stage. Oh my God, you have no purpose? Get a purpose. What about yourself? What about yourself? You know, uh, this is what I'm gonna do tomorrow. I'm waking up at 4.30, 4.15 tomorrow. Okay, so this is me pushing myself, put my mouth where it is, and we would normally do a ride, so it's gonna be really nice in New York City. We would normally do a ride to the patrol station. So the patrol, patrol station is probably uh, 30 miles outside of the city, and then come back. It's not 30, 30, it's 15, 15, so it's 30 total. And that's about three hours of riding, and we're pretty good on the bike, so uh, it's aggressive biking. That would be three hours. Typically, I would do that I would wake up at five, be back in my apartment by eight, 
and then go live or go to the go come to work and blah blah blah. Tomorrow we have a property tour. So tomorrow we have a property tour and I said to my riding partner, I said, Jeff, I'm like, let's push it. Let's go all the way to the market. And the market is 25 miles outside the city, then 25 miles back. So we're not only doing we're not doing 30, we're doing 50. Okay. And then I'm gonna roll into the property tour like a boss. And I said, let's try it. Let's try it. I'm also trying a couple other things. Um, you know, uh, Grantham went to a depression and Grantham, yeah, yeah, he lost his purpose. You know, I talked about that yesterday. You know, once you lose someone close to you, especially at that, that stage, it's like, why am I here? You know, I, I can't add the value that I was. My value was my spouse and then the spouse leaves and then you're fucked, you know, unless you find another purpose. The purpose could be as small as gardening, taking out the trash, walking out, walking around the block, writing every day, Scrabble, you know, the smallest things to keep the mind engaged. You know, that's, that's, why, I, that's why I don't like drinking as much. You know, I used to go out and party and I noticed it was an escape. I was escaping. And then, uh, and then I just said, you know what? My escape is gonna be education, improvement, a natural high. Not, not an artificial high because I noticed I was waking up late on Saturdays, I was groggy, I was hungover, you know, things like that. How many ways do you, how many days a week do you, so Monday is hot athletic yoga, which is cardio conditioning. Tuesdays is, is like a CrossFit. Wednesday is like a CrossFit. Thursday is like a CrossFit. And Friday is like kind of like an easy kind of deal. Um, I know my body type. I would rather be athletic athletically conditioned than anything else. You know, some people want to go for bulk. I'm going for endurance and speed. That's what I'm going for. Not marathon speed, but I'm talking about speed like lifting a weight and bringing it over there as quick as possible. I like the CrossFit body rather than the, the, uh, the bodybuilder body or the runner body, okay? Or the cycling body, because the cycling body is really thin arms, big legs, but that's what they do. Running is just really fucking thin. <laughs> George Bush just died and now he's on life support a week later. Yeah. You know, what's that noise? Is there a noise? Sorry about that. If there is. Um, I'm going to leave you guys now, but I, I did want to say this, this one thing, ironically enough, uh, which is, so when I was... Uh, Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, so we go live every single <laughs> weekday. Tomorrow it's going to be a little bit later. Um, but pushing myself, I would say, is the number one thing that I need to do. Because if I'm not pushing myself, I feel weird. I feel like what Travis Pastrana said. Travis Pastrana said that if he is not feeling uncomfortable that day, he just gets this icky. Most people are like, they're going for the comfort. They're going for the safety. They're going for their zone of just what they know every single day. The problem is when you do that over and over and over and over and over and over, you're going over and over and over and over and over. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I'm also just going back to the, to the health thing. I'm not doing this to uh, be in shape right now. I'm doing this so I'm healthy in 50, 60, 70 years, that my joints are good, my back is good, my shoulders are good, my elbows are good. Uh, you know, I still have the energy, I still have the enthusiasm. I'm eating well now because I wanna get the habits later on that I just, I literally have enough money that I can have someone making this. You know, what's his name had a, had a great video yesterday. It was about 11 industries that are gonna get disrupted and one of them was food. This was a very interesting, uh, observation that he made. This was on Valuetainment, and his name is uh, something Patrick David. I forgot his first name, unless that's his name, whatever. And he said, food, is that you're gonna be able to hire a chef 
that's gonna come to your house for $20 an hour, $25 an hour, $30 an hour, whatever it is. They're gonna come with the food, they're gonna cook it, and they're, they could even cook all the meals, or they could cook that one meal. So they're actually gonna have people come to your house, so instead of delivery, person's gonna come by. Imagine that, a chef is making $30 an hour, and they do, or $40 an hour, I don't know. I don't know the pricing, because they have to buy the food, they bring it to you, they cook it for you. They're gonna have that in store. That's, that's an amazing observation, and I, and I think that's gonna happen. You know, I would say the only value that any human is gonna provide is an experience, number one. Number two is creativity. And number three is that, that actual sales push. That actually pick up the phone and just say, lean on the pen. Just give them that necessary nudge. Those are the only three. Analytical, gone. Surgery, gone. Uh, you know, so many services are gonna be out, like banking, like money, physical money. I don't know, maybe it's still gonna be around because there's a lot of dirty money. I have no idea. But I can tell you right now, if you're not getting better, better right now, you're fucked in the future. That's what it comes down to. Truck drivers, taxi drivers, they're all gone. They're all gone. All of them. And unfortunately, there might be universal basic income, which they tried in, I think, for somewhere in Canada, and they're talking about the amazing results. Dude, if you give someone universal basic income, Peter Diamandis has already talked about it. He said, if you go universal basic income, what's that person's purpose? What's their legacy? What do they have to live for? If you're giving them everything, you're giving them food, shelter, money, you're giving them everything. They're not even working for the, for the, the service of money to then use. It's, it's a lot better that someone works for money and then spends that money than is given that money. You know, how many more, how many things do you appreciate because you're giving, you, you actually went out and bought it with your own money rather than it was a gift? Yeah, you'll appreciate it, but you're like, this was a gift, okay? It's actually a psychological thing in the book Dollars and Cents. Highly recommend the book Dollars and Cents. And they talk about it, they say, people that get a bonus or people that win like the lottery, you know, like 50, $60, I'm not talking about millions of dollars, they will actually spend that money not thinking it's still money, they think, well, it's a bonus. It was something that wasn't gonna be in my life, you know? So, uh, happy Wednesday. I'm gonna be hopping out and pushing myself tomorrow. And this is also, this is the last thing, I promise. This is gonna be the last thing. I don't know if you guys are leaving comments. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of noise, uh, government against global. How do you assess the work of government against global warming? Fucking terrible. No, by the way, no one's, no one's actually doing anything for global warming. Listen, I'm, I'm not a tree hugger. I'm not a guy that's gonna be out there picketing with a sign or whatever. If there is noise, I'm sorry, you know, then I'll, I don't know. We're gonna go back to your regularly scheduled iPhone tomorrow. No one, you know, listen, my Instagram story, I said something very interesting. I was at uh, Whole Foods this morning picking up oatmeal, and which doesn't have the best oatmeal, by the way. It's not as good as Fika. The, it's very thick, uh, doesn't, it doesn't, it's just not as digestible in the body. It is healthy, but it's just not as good as, as Fika. Fika is more of a liquid-based, gives you the fiber and everything you need. So, oh, I was talking with the uh, cashier and, I, and she said, um, I said, oh, I don't need a bag. She goes, oh, thank God. I'm like, what? She goes, everyone wants a bag. I'm like, that's so wasteful. She goes, I know, I know. I'm like, it starts right there at the register. Why do you need a bag? I, I had two oatmeals and a kombucha. I don't need a freaking bag. Yeah, I'm walking around, people are like, oh my God, you're walking around with two oatmeals? Yeah, or I, she had literally double bagged, double bagged, 
double bagged, pla um, whatever, paper. That's crazy. I said, no, this ne there needs to be a tax, okay? There needs to be something that says, if you don't do this, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not gonna get into that. That's not a big deal. But I'll give you this. There's two things that we're trying out, and Irwin is gonna see this because obviously he's in real estate, but we're launching two properties. We're launching two two bedrooms. One is at one one, and the other one's at two million. One one, a million and whatever. One one million dollars. Um, yes, Patrick, bet David, bet David is. Noise is hardly noticeable. Wow, all right, well, maybe she's got her uh, thing on crazy, whatever. Um, I can actually turn that down now that, I, now that you say it. There we go, hopefully that helped a little bit. Um, but anyway, this is the last thing I'm gonna say is that, so we're launching a new property. And the difference between us and everyone else is that we do property tours, we do Facebook Lives, we sponsor it, all these other things that other companies are not doing. This is what we're adding, and I don't know if it's gonna work. I have no idea if it's gonna work. But this is the thing is that you have no idea unless you actually try it. And then this is the thing is that if it doesn't work, people are like, oh my God, you idiot. And then the other thing is if it works, they're like, you're brilliant. Yeah, but no one's tried this. Number one is a giveaway. So we're giving away at our first open house, $125. I'm still thinking about the amount, $125 Amazon account. We're gonna put it on social media. We're gonna put it on the listing description. We're gonna put it, you know, wherever we could put it, we're gonna say first open house, $125 Amazon giveaway. We're gonna try it. Does that look corny? Maybe, I have no idea. Maybe people are gonna like it. Maybe people are not gonna like it. I have no freaking idea, okay? Number two is we're going to, we are going to download everyone's cell phone number within a one mile radius and send them a voicemail. We're not going to call them. We're just going to send them a voicemail and say, hey, how's it going? We just put a two bedroom on. It may sound brilliant. It may flop. Maybe people hate us. Maybe they write bad reviews. I have no idea. Or maybe more people come to the open house. Maybe people appreciate it. Maybe we get it over the asking price and then we get another apartment. I have no idea. But this is the thing. We have to try things. We can't just accept. That's the problem, there's too much acceptance, all right? So I know we're completely off topic right now. Um, you know, me too. Never gave an extra bag. In England, major companies legally have to charge you for pl plastic bags. Yes, you know, listen, we are in such a individualistic as opposed to, um, instead, of, instead of tribal mentality, it's crazy. We are so individualistic. That is one thing that I want to change. I want to improve. Still, obviously, getting that. One thing I want to improve is how individualistic America is. Europe is very tribal. Uh, well, sort of tribal. You know, obviously, it's a little bit different. Uh, but tribal in the fact is, what's good for me is good for everyone. Or I'm sorry, what's whatever is good for me may not good for everyone. So I'm not going to do it. But in the United States, they leave the water on, they leave their lights on, they get extra plastic bags because this is what's convenient to me. The good thing with that is that it's an abundance mentality. The bad thing is that it's an abundance mentality. <laughs> so the good thing is there's an abundance mentality where there's plenty, there's plenty of plastic bags, there's plenty of paper bags, there's plenty of water and electricity and energy and things like that. We'll figure it out, someone will figure it out. Thank you, Elon. The other is that it's it's wasteful it's inefficient and if you're inefficient in that what else, where else are you inefficient in your life inefficient in how much you check your cell phone how much tv you watch how much alcohol you drink how much sugar you consume it's just it all boils down how you do something is how you do everything how you do one thing is how you do everything so um the amazon thing sounds cool uh, i don't know what i said about amazon oh the amazon gift card all right guys so i'm gonna hop out hopefully this was uh relatively all right 
based on uh, the fact that I have a DSL camera. And if you guys are new, subscribe to the video, share the video. Let's make a freaking dent in this universe, all right? Let's make personal development cool. And I'm actually thinking of even going further into the personal development on my Instagram and further into real estate on BPI and then just freaking blowing it out, all right? So leave your comments below. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy your Wednesday in New York City. It's gonna be 80 degrees. I'm going live, if you guys are not friends with me on Facebook, I'm going live at an $8.7 million loft in Tribeca. Uh, hopefully, you know, it was listed for many years. I'm gonna send it to a client that may be interested. 8.7, place is sick, absolutely sick. So hopefully you guys uh, enjoy that if you wanna check it out. See you guys tomorrow, leave your comments below.